Welcome back, business besties. I'm so excited for today. I'm nervous, I'm scared, and I hope that I can deliver the best conversation possible. My palms are sweating, (laughs) and I'm sweating through my suit coat right now, but it's fine. (laughs) I'm excited, I'm nervous, there's all the feelings. How hard is it for you to come and talk about you as a person on a podcast? I think it's really hard because I am my biggest critic. Mm-hmm. And so preparing for this, like, it's it's taken a toll on me. Mm-hmm. But it's also made me realize that, like, this isn't a conversation you have every day. Yeah. And so it's made me jump in and be like, holy crap. Like, I feel like sometimes it's nice to go back and find what your reason and what your why is. And... Preparing for this episode, like, it is 100% made me realize that, like, I'm still continuing that path. I just don't revisit this a lot. It's not a normal conversation you have. Vulnerability is hard in general, but, again, to have it recorded and then just, like, it's publicly put out there, mm-hmm. it's hard. But it's a good challenge. Like, sure. I think it really pushes me out of my comfort zone. Absolutely. Um, probably like for say, you, too. I have had this conversation with my husband, and that is it. (laughs) So, let's jump right in. Let's go over segment one. What's happening in your business? Um, this morning, uh, I got a text from Paris that was like, hey, the fire marshals have been over at our condo, and our fire alarm have been going off all night so one of the neighbors like ended up calling the fire marshals thank goodness um there was no actual fire um it was really just an electrical fuse situation um but yeah that's like kind of the things that you don't see happen is that was down the door no so it's not like they see in the movies no they just made a phone call and (laughs) paris went over there and he was like all right let's do this (laughs) crap what's happening in your business this week it's been crazy um before coming down to st george i was able to get three clients under contract on homes so the process for that showing properties and getting them through the pre-approval process under contract due diligence and so yeah that's been crazy that's a a lot lot. and you just noted every Everybody listening, Mackenzie's here in St. George. She came down here to record the podcast and Mm. to uh, work as well because, you know, women in business. Women in business. We never (laughs) stop. No, it's also the Parade of Homes, which I am, like, stoked for. Yes. The Southern Utah Parade of Homes is honestly one of the best. I'm excited for it. There's 28 homes. Okay. Yep, 28 homes. Um, one of them is the company home builder that I'm with. So I'm really excited to be interactive and meet people and just show what our business is all about. I love that. All right. Well, we're not going to. We're just going to dive. We're just going to dive in. We're not going to play around no more. <laughs> <laughs> no more. So, Straight no to more. the point. Straight to the point. So the topic for today is. What is your purpose? What is your why? Are they the same thing? 
Do they have different meanings? Mm. Ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. This is a heavy topic. Definitely. And heavy by good, but like a lot. Um, Purpose, to me, is a lifelong venture. And I equate, if I have to make it simple, it's purpose equals passion plus action. So those two in play. Um, In terms of why, I look at why as like a more short-term motivating factor um, that can funnel into your purpose if you know what that is, if you know what your purpose is. Um, But I think whys don't necessarily have to have a deeper meaning to them. I think they can. Um, But I also think that you can be motivated by materialistic things that isn't really a purpose, but can still be necessary to reach your higher purpose, whatever that looks like. I like that lookout on it. Um, what would, what's your thoughts on that? What do you think yeah. purpose and whys are? Um, so it's funny because I've never, I mean, I've always had a purpose, mm-hmm. um, but I've always focused on the why aspect. Like mm. when I was preparing for today, like it was, okay, what's my why? And then I was like, well, I know my purpose and I know my why, but like, I've kind of always thought of them as the same thing. And then, like, when I was, like, you texted me, and you're, like, is your purpose and your why the same thing? And I was, like, no. And then I was, like, wait, why is it not? And Mm -hmm. I, like, came up with these definitions for myself as to, like, why I think they're different. So, for me, um, my purpose is the reason for my existence and the deeper meaning behind my actions, the choices um, that I have made, and also Mm -hmm. the choices that other people have made for me. Um, which I'll touch on that a little bit later. That's um, so crazy because, like, I I view it so differently than you, yeah. and I love that. Like, I'm so excited to be able to learn more about you because we've never had this conversation yeah. before. And, I mean, like, probably best friends aren't sitting by the pool being like, hey, what's, what's your purpose? <laughs> what's your why? <laughs> and sure. I think it's really important to know that I view you as, like, this really strong woman that Honestly, anybody that has eyes on their head would want to resemble. So I'm really excited to learn more about what drives you and what your purpose is. So this conversation to me is really valuable. I'm so excited. And I, like I say, I think for everybody, your purpose is going to be different. Um, I think your purpose can have a lot of impact. Mm. And I think it's something that can drive you. Um, And then like for my why, my why can change at all times and for me my purpose doesn't really change gotcha um my why is more specific and focuses on decisions or goals that are like now or happening Mm -hmm. in the future um and it motivates me for like short short short-term things so you know my why was different when I was single to my why now being married and then when me and Cody you know have a family my why is going to once again change. And mm-hmm. I just feel like your why changes with you as you grow. Um, and your purpose, I feel like, is something that just drives you along to that mm-hmm. end goal with your purpose. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like it'll make sense as I yeah. share all of those well, things. But we can just I let's mean jump right in. I yeah, I like want to just <laughs> ask you straight out. Like I am very intrigued because you said you always knew your purpose. 
that has not been the case for me. So I going like along that, like what do you what do you consider your purpose or like how do you feel Mm -hmm. how have you felt like you don't receive that full knowing of your purpose? So Like I said before, purpose is a lifelong venture to me. And I look at you and I'm like, that is so fortunate that you get to understand your purpose. It's been really, really different for me. I feel like if you don't know yourself, who you are, and like truly, truly who you are and what drives you, then you can't really know your purpose or you can know parts of it, but you don't really understand it. And right now, I have really, really, really dedicated myself into learning about me and who I am, which is so interesting because, I mean, I'm trying to think of the best way to, like, approach this in terms of what that has looked like for me. Um, What I hang on to is I know certain qualities about myself. So I, I, I've always known that I've been driven. I've always known that I've been relentless and that I can achieve things. And I've always done them really quickly. And that's been really motivating, right? But every time I complete something, it feels empty. And I'm going to get emotional about this because it's like, it, it is okay, emotional, okay. right? Yes, it is. It's like every time you accomplish a goal or shed a small purpose it is like really empty and numb because without that deeper meaning at least for me it's like almost feels like failure like I have achieved certain milestones in my life that have helped get me to my deeper purpose and I know that but as you're going forward and as you're moving through it I think it's really important that you have to keep hitting these small purposes to then peel back the layers to your deeper meaning and that's what I'm doing right now is peeling back the layers so that I can really understand that deeper purpose and I think being in your 20s and really understanding what your purpose is is one of the hardest things to navigate that I don't think that a lot of people talk about. Definitely. So I've got a question for you. How do you align your daily actions to help you find that deeper purpose? What I mean by you really have to know yourself before you can understand your deeper meaning is growing up, I feel like I never really asked myself questions. Like I just lived. And it was this confident, no questions asked, Lexi can do anything. And I never challenged that. I never challenged that aspect of me as a human until I started in about two years ago when I started getting a lot of anxiety. And I couldn't really pinpoint why until I started like going to therapy. Um, And the, the reason why is because I wasn't living as Lexi, I was living as this like front, this front of a human being that just thought that she could take on the world and never have to really process 
anything, right? Yeah. And that, like, you can't live like that. You, like, imagine not actually feeling everything in life because you're ju- you just have this figure that's like, don't want it, don't need it, I'm good, whatever. And then never question yourself. You don't actually get to expand and feel and understand purpose when that's your everyday life. Right. Have you felt that therapy has helped you gain that? Oh my gosh. It's been an insane. That has been the main reason and perpetration for my growth. Um, I love that. Because I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like sometimes people put that little, like, therapy as, like... (laughs) It was me. I did that. (laughs) Like, you know, if you're in therapy, like something's wrong wrong you know I didn't and... want to tell people at first like I was like people relate therapy sometimes as like having mental health issues I didn't do it for that reason I did it because I really wanted to know myself and I couldn't ask myself the right questions so I basically had a therapist do it for me and forced me to dig in deeper I would I would ask myself okay well why are you doing this okay. what you know those really surface level questions but then when I couldn't answer a question I just stopped I was like all right that doesn't make sense pivot you know like I didn't care enough until the anxiety really started to come because it's like you're living in somebody else's body it feels very disassociative um when you don't understand what actually makes you tick and what makes you happy and what your passion is it's like drive and motivation and ambition isn't good enough right that is like a cherry on top right you have to have the banana and the ice cream first before you can have the cherry on top for sure so I feel like I'm fortunate to have those traits and qualities about me that really drive me but when you're lost (laughs) you're just going in the wrong direction So have you felt like there has been certain challenges or obstacles that have put you to a brunt stop and been like, nope? Yeah. A lot. Um, When I got fired, that was one of the most insane feelings of shedding a small purpose to get to your deeper purpose. Um. It's like I've always had this goal or this vision of, like, I'm going to be at the top. I'm going to hit these things. And until I got fired, I don't think I really understood that that's not what life can be. It's not always business-oriented, and that's how I've had an outlook on life is business, 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 confidence, ambition, drive, drive, drive. you got to fill your day up. There's nothing else. You can't let anything else in. You can't let your emotions in. You can't let these anxious feelings in. Like, so until that point, that was a really huge milestone in my process for understanding my deeper purpose. And I can pinpoint several different times throughout my life of shedding those purposes. But it's like, 
I just want to take note of that of it can feel really dark and meaningless in times, but just know that once you peel back those layers and you just keep persevering, it's going to come to you. And that's the way I look at purpose is you're sitting here telling me I know my purpose. And I'm like, are you shitting me? (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. It's all part of like everybody's process and like what they struggle with and what really, yeah, everybody's unique. And I think that's something important to know is none of our like either of our situations are probably gonna look exactly like somebody else's right and yeah so what emotions come to you when you think of achieving your long-term goals and peeling back those layers and your purpose does it make you excited like are you fearful of it what emotions like for you to eventually one day find your full purpose Mm. Like, is that scary to you? No, and I think you can see, like, me getting yes, teary-eyed. Yes, I am. Because <laughs> I look at that and I'm like, I cannot wait for that moment to, yeah. like, really reveal itself. Um, yeah, I, I get excited. that I don't get fearful about that type of thing. Fear kind of gets me on a daily basis of, like, am I doing the right thing? Like, should I keep going forward? Like, but that just feels more of like myself beating down. Like, are you still doing good? Are you, you know, are you on the right path? But I get emotional about that because there is nothing that I wanted more. And I think that's really the reason that I get so stuck is because I just don't allow for that space to even like, I don't stop ever. I always keep going forward. I'm always kicking and screaming. What's my purpose? Let's figure it out. I want to know. Like, go, go, go. And it's like, when have you ever just taken the time to stop and understand yourself as an individual and allow yourself to just experience life as it is? I think, like, that sentence (laughs) will hit home to so many people because I feel like that's something that we don't do Mm. like we don't stop and I don't know it's so it's so crazy to think about it yeah like that this has been one of my biggest challenges is stopping and I think it's so important I've learned so much about myself in this like self-identity process that I relate to therapy Um, things that I never knew about myself. Um, and I think talking about purposes and what you had mentioned at the beginning, you're like, one day my why will change when I have a family. Um, this is really personal to me, but it's like, I never viewed myself as a mom because I didn't know that I was like compassionate until I started like digging into like actually who I am not like this front of Alexi that was put on so it's like until then that didn't even really seem like a purpose to me or like that that would even come to fruition because I had this really big hang-up of well moms look compassionate and Lexi isn't compassionate therefore I can't be a mom and that's the literally the easiest way I could explain it 
is. And kind of wrapping that up in terms of, I didn't know that about myself. I didn't know I was compassionate. And so I never thought that that was the case. But since I've done, like, Doug, I have a completely different perspective on it now. I love that. It's like I have all of these other parts to me instead of just businesswoman Lexi that doesn't take no for an answer. It's like, wait, I can be compassionate. I can be loving. I can be badass all at the same time. I love that. I love that. Anyway, <laughs> let me wipe the tear from my <laughs> face um, and I'm done with that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so going on to like your why, mm-hmm. um, what are your whys? Like why yeah. are you this boss Lexi? Like, you know, I've always known you as a strong, independent woman. Mm-hmm. And... Like, what are your, what are your whys with that and, and everything that you're facing? My why really comes back to my family, Harris, um, and a soon family. That's not an announcement, but like. (laughs) (laughs) Say what now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, now I feel like, and although I don't really know exactly what my purpose is yet, um, I can understand on a shorter term level of like why I'm doing these businesses and why I want to build long-term wealth with Paris. It's so that we can set our kids up for success. And I get really caught up in the passion. Like I love doing real estate and real estate investments, not real estate. (laughs) Um, I just got to make that clear because I have so many people ask me if I'm a real estate agent, um, real estate (laughs) investments. Um, (laughs) But that's actually living to me. That's doing something, like I said, purpose is passion in play. Yeah. That's why I do it. It's like that passion part. And then to build something with my husband, that's part of it. Like that to me is so inspiring. And to be able to like reflect on that and go through photos with Paris in 50 years with all of our assets that we build <laughs> and go that. through photos and, and reflect on the struggles. It like, to me, that's so worth it. Like understanding like that end goal really helps drive me. I just want to take a moment <laughs> because I feel like that's, that's huge. I mean, it's always hard to see the future vision of it. And so, I don't know that, like, I can just see, like, I can literally see you in Paris, like, <laughs> looking yeah. back at all of these memories and investments and everything that you guys have done together and being like, wow, like, we did it, we made it. Yeah. And I just think that that will be, that day will be so awesome. For sure. And I think that there's smaller whys in there as well. Like, I think it's important to note that... Some whys are materialistic. For sure. I think it's important to speak on that when you're in your 20s, specifically you and I, because if you don't understand your purpose yet, 
you still need a motivating factor. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those motivating factors are a car or a house or or a vacation, right? right? And I used to look at that and be like, oh, that's so shallow and cliche. Like, if you say that, you're shallow. It's like, actually, I was that way, right? Yeah. Until, I, like, once I hit those milestones, it's one of those small purposes being shed. Right. It's like, you hit that and you're like, wait, I don't actually care about this anymore. So what's the next thing? Like, what am I actually meant for, right? right. What is this big purpose? Right. So Andy Frisella actually talked about this on one of his podcasts a few weeks ago about how important it is to cling to to things to motivate you. And when you're younger, it is materialistic. So I think those are small whys and small purposes in themselves as you're younger. And then as you grow and develop, those get bigger and bigger. And then you get to that deeper meaning. I was telling you earlier um, that I am really excited to learn more about what your purpose and your why is. Um, because again, I'll say it again, you said you know what your purpose is and it never changes. So can you talk about what your purpose is and what you meant by that? Yeah, so um, isn't that such a loaded question? It is. <laughs> um, like referring back to where you said that I was like fortunate enough to know. Um, yes, I think that can be the case, but I also feel like I know my purpose because of things that I had to go through in my mm -hmm. childhood, and so I look at it and I'm like, I'm fortunate enough to have had those experiences yeah. because that's made me who I am today. Yeah. But also I like, there's times where I think like, okay, if I didn't have to go through that, where would I be now? Right. And would I know my purpose? And I feel like the main reason why I do know my purpose is because I had one heck of a life growing mm. up. And so I think it's one of those things where it's just, it's all experience-based, it and it it's is. like, I can look here and say, oh, she's fortunate, but are you really? Like, I don't right. know. Like, the trials and mm -hmm. everything that you had to go through, like, I think to a certain point you are. Like, I'm very grateful for where I am, and I wouldn't change anything at this point. Like, mm -hmm. I really wouldn't. Um, so, and share with what you're comfortable with, because I want to be respectful, but what types of trials did you go through that really helped define that purpose? Um, so I first want to explain my purpose. Um, <laughs> there's so much to it that it like, it's so hard to even try to compile it into. Well, let's break it thing. down. Yeah. But, um, my purpose for me is deeply rooted within my own experience and my childhood and growing up and everything like that. Um, and I faced a lot. I told myself I was not going to cry, so <laughs> hey, this is, yeah. Um, purpose is emotional. It is. And I don't think you realize it until you start speaking mm -hmm. on it. But um, I faced a lot of tough times and, like, not near as tough as what other people have to go through. So, like... Well, don't compare yourself to other people. It's, it's, it's just one of those things where it's, like, those tough times, like, make you who you are. Yeah. Um... And I had to grow up at a very early age. Um, like, I lived a wonderful childhood. Mm -hmm. 
my parents got divorced when I was 15. And I, when my parents got divorced, um, I was like right in the middle of high school. Mm -hmm. And so it hits you different when you're, you know, starting dating. And I was on the cheer team and everybody around me had perfect lives, but I, like, I felt like mine was crumbling. And, um, so when my parents got divorced, um, I ended up moving in with my dad pretty soon after. And I never got that great relationship with my mom. My dad has been my absolute rock. Like, thinking where I would be without him, like, I can't even think about that because he's literally the reason who I am today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, once my parents got divorced and I moved in with my dad, and I kind of had to be that mom for my brothers. Mm-hmm. And so, at the age of 16, 17, I was doing everything I could, you know, to be that mom figure to them. Um, My dad was a very hard worker, so he was doing everything he could to put us through the sports we wanted to and anything that we wanted to do, and he supported us 110% for that. And so I had to grow up very quick. I didn't get that high school phase. Um, I cheered, and I loved that, but, like, I didn't care to get asked to the dances. Mm-hmm. I didn't care to do any of that because I feel like for me, it was hard to do those things without having that mother figure in my life. Um, and so I guess like going back to my purpose is now I'm, I'm now driven, like my purpose drives me to make sure that my family and I don't have to go through those same struggles. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to be a source of support and inspiration, showing that people can overcome those things. Mm -hmm. And for me, like, my purpose is to create a better future, and not just for myself, but for anyone around me. Um, And I want to be remembered as somebody who cared and who constantly loved and who made a difference in helping myself, but also helping others. Because there were times that I would look back and be like, why doesn't my mom want anything to do with me? Why did, you know, addiction and certain things have to play a role? Like, I always asked myself, why? And I feel like that is why I know my purpose today Mm -hmm. is because I had to grow up at that early age. So for me, like my twenties, like I feel like I act like a 50 year old right now because I feel like I helped raise along my dad, my brothers. And so I've watched them date. I've watched them like as if they were my own. And I feel like that has also been my purpose is like, I got to do things with my siblings that, like, most probably don't. Um, 
And that's made us so close. Like, I love the fact that me and my siblings are so close. Um, like, there hasn't been one thing that I have not gone to or supported them in. And I feel like I didn't ever, like, similar to you, like, before I met Cody, I was like, I'm, there's no way I'm going to find somebody and be a mom and create a family. And I was like, maybe that's why I had the experience that I did. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I was able to be there for my brothers and do all of those things is because, like, I might not have that future. And so I feel like having that childhood where it's like I got to watch an amazing role model as my dad. And, like, I knew that I wanted to be that change and that switch. And, like, I don't want to put my kids through that. I don't want to put my family back through those situations that we had to go through. Do you feel any sort of like immense pressure with your purpose? Um, yes and no. I feel like I feel pressure because I'm a perfectionist and I just want to make sure that it's perfect at the end of it. But I also feel like I had so many things that, like, I've already changed Mm -hmm. that I'm, like, I already feel like I've made a difference. And so continuing down that, I don't think that will be a struggle for me just because of what I went through and what I've done that, like, to me, there's not that pressure there because... I just feel fulfillment when it happens. And that's kind of like where my purpose is rooted from, is from my childhood. And like I say, I know that's not nearly as rough as what others have gone through. But Stop. To me, no, not even. But to me, like, that is why I am who I am today. And it's because, like, family is everything to me. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I can call my brothers with anything. I can call my dad with anything. Like, if I were to call my dad and be like, you want to go get a pedicure? He would probably roll his eyes and he would get in the truck and he would come with me. Mm -hmm. And it's like those things that I didn't get to do with my mom. Like, the other day, Cody went on a snowmobiling trip. And for one Saturday, I didn't have to work. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get a pedicure. And so I went and got a pedicure, and as I was sitting there, I watched this mom walk in with her little girl, and it, like, really broke me. Like, I left bowling because I'm like, what I would have given to have that moment, or, like, that time back, um, it's hard, and I never want anybody to feel that around me like I want people to know that like I will 100% be there in any situation because I don't want anyone to feel I mean I'm 25 years old and I nearly walked out of the pedicure place because I was crying that I didn't get to have that with my mom and it sounds so silly no it doesn't you're making me tear (laughs) up like I I usually uh, don't cry. Like, I am not a crier, so this is I so knew difficult. This is going to be a hard conversation. <laughs> this is so difficult for uh, me. So, and, like, I will say now, like, fast forward, you know, 10 years, 
I've started to create that relationship with my mom again. Mm -hmm. And so it feels better, but that little me just wanted it so badly. And you always crave the things that you can't have. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's just like putting myself forward and making that difference in, you know, my family and just being here and not 20 steps ahead or 20 steps back just being present in the moment that like I know I'm gonna make a difference I think you are one of the strongest people that I know (laughs) and there's like no doubt in my mind that if you you already have started making a difference like I'll, I'll say that but there's no doubt in my mind that you're not gonna make a bigger impact than even what you're doing right now And I think anybody that knows you knows that. Thank you. You, you know, you talked about some of the hardships that you went through, but was there like a pivotal moment in your life that really kind of shifted the way that you went after your goals with your purpose? Like, was there a defining moment for you or was it in those hardships? Um, I think a little bit of both. I think it was in those hardships, but I also think it was like, like I say, my dad would do anything for me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he was one that like pushed me to want to do and achieve anything. And he would make me feel like I could be a superhero if I wanted, or I like, I could be whatever I wanted. And so I feel like it was that moment that I was like, I can make this change and I can make this difference. And I feel like it was a moment that not not only I realized, but like my brothers realized too. Like my older brother is like the first one in our family to be graduating college. And that's huge. Like Mm -hmm. that is something that like, you know, is it's awesome. And I like thrive to him so much to that because it's like, he made that change too. And like, same thing with my younger brother. Like he's doing so many amazing things that like, I feel like we all hit that pivot of like, we all wanted that difference and we all wanted to not live in the past, but to step into the future and be like, okay, like we're okay. We, we made it and we're fine. And that's just what drives me for my purpose. Why is having that purpose so important to you? I think once again, just because of all of the emotions that came with it, that I've always told myself I'm going to be a boy mom. I don't know why. (laughs) Well, I think that's inevitable with who you married. I don't, I can see it. So part of me is like, for my daughter that I may or may not have, like, I just know that I'm going to be a 100% boy mom and I'm going to have a whole bunch of mini Cody's running around, (laughs) which I cannot wait for. But also I'm like, holy Hannah, help me now. But I think it's just for those emotions that like, I would give anything to make a difference, to have wanted to make a difference for me at that time. And I've had so many amazing people now step into that mother role model, um, and, and be that person that has shown me that it's okay to have that relationship now. 
So my biggest challenge has always been like understanding who I am as a person, mm-hmm. um, like that self-identity. What has that looked like for you? Have you always known what who you were and like really? I feel like I didn't in high school. Okay. But I feel like right after I got out of high school, um, for like many of you who do not know, um, and I don't even know if you know this. I moved up to Wyoming for nearly a year. I didn't know out that. of high school. Like I just wanted so badly to adventure, and I don't know why I picked Wyoming. Hey, I lived in Jackson states, Hole for but... <laughs> summer. So I think it was honestly like when I left and went up there, and I wasn't around my dad. I wasn't around my brothers. Like I went a long time without seeing anybody. Honestly, that. It made me find who I am. Mm. And I was making money and fending for myself and living on my own. And I feel like that's when I realized who I was. And I feel like that's when I started to realize my purpose, too, Mm. was it was like I had to take that step out and be like, all right, this is what I want to change. And this is what I want to do. And this is what I want to create. And then coming back, it validated it for me even more as to why. And I feel like growing up now and the small changes that I feel like I have made, it validates it even more to just keep going. Yeah. And so I feel like pivoting from my purpose to my why, um, my why is like a little bit more exciting it's not as emotional well no that's a good good segue into it because I you have to have a why to really like go into that purpose and sometimes you have a purpose and sometimes you don't um 100% (laughs) and I think it's just different for anybody and everybody for sure well and this has been really insightful for me because I'm like I look at my like you and I'm like holy crap again, strong, independent. And then you look at the hardships and it's like you, you were placed in these situations. So you had to ask yourself the why, or you really had to dig into yourself. And I really respect that about you. And honestly, you, you said something kind of funny that I related to heavily. You're like, <laughs> I feel like I'm 50. I'm like, same. I feel like I also am 50. Um, I don't know why. I get called a freaking Zoomer, which is a Gen Z boomer, because I'm technically technology um, hindered for some reason. Um, <laughs> same. <laughs> same. I would consider myself a Zoomer for A sure. Zoomer. So Gen Z boomer. Video. So, some of those fun and exciting, like, whys, let's dig into those. Yeah, so I feel like with my real estate business and my personal life, like, I work endlessly to build success, financial stability, and continue believing in my faith. And I feel like those are just, like, a few little things that layer mm-hmm. my why. Um, But I also feel like Cody being my husband has 100% like captivated that why. Oh, yes. I love <laughs> that you said that. And like 
I feel like between him and all of my supporters and all of my family, like, they're my fuel and what I need to succeed. So talk on that. Like, what do you mean by Cody has captivated some of your why? So before I met Cody, like, all I was was business. Mm -hmm. Like, didn't care to do anything. It was work, home, work, home. Like, I did not have a balance at all. And when I met Cody... I remember meeting Cody and driving home with my brothers. So I met Cody down here in St. George on spring break. Yes, I'm five years older than him. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I remember driving home from spring break and talking to my brother and his friends. And I was like, wouldn't it just be something if I married Cody? Because he is like the exact opposite of me. Mm -hmm. And they all laughed at me. And they're like, yeah, in your dreams. Like, because... I would never be so adventurous like Cody was. And so, like, marrying, dating him for three years and marrying him, like, it's made me step out of that comfort zone a little bit. Mm. And it made me realize that, like, I can be loved for being a very business-oriented person um, because I never thought that that would ever be possible. That's so important to touch on. I think that is something that I have felt right? It comes back to the love and compassionate. Like I'm not those things or I thought I wasn't those things. So can somebody love me for this businesswoman, Lexi? Totally. Because I, I didn't think it was ever possible. Like I was like, I literally work mm -hmm. 15 hour days. Like you don't want to be with me. Why would you want that? And it was like, no, no, no. We work these 15 hour days and then we come home to each other. Yep. And I think that's where like I knew, like, right away, I was like, holy cow, like, this is, like, this has continued and furthered my why. So how did he bring that out in you? Like, what specifically did he do that really helped? A, made me more adventurous, and B, has just always loved and supported me. And I feel like that's the thing that, like, when I met him, I was like... Oh crap, you're still in high school? <laughs> like, I was like, no way is this gonna happen. And I remember telling my dad, because the whole goal was to like go down and have my brothers find girlfriends, not for me to find somebody. Mm -hmm. And so I remember telling my dad that, yeah, Cody's five years older than me, or five years younger than me. And he, I like, remember when you told me that, I was like, <laughs> everybody looked at me like, what are you doing? Like, you're literally 50 years old, relatively, and <laughs> relatively. <laughs> so it was just one of those things where, like, he literally fueled me and I feel like we fuel each other. And I remember saying, like, in my vows to him that, like, I want to build my empire. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to build mine. I want to build our empire. And that was another, like, shift in my why was it wasn't just me anymore. Like, I now have a husband. And it's our empire. And we want to build that empire not only for our future family and kids, but for the family that we have now. Like, mm -hmm. I love nothing more than looking at all of our examples that we have, you know, our siblings and our parents and looking at that and being like, holy cow, like this is something we can do. And this is something that we want to do. And it's all fueled by you guys, like how you have helped raise us and then how we've helped unite as one. And so 
those are just a few things, but I feel like it's taken a lot of like love and support and sacrifices that have been made to create the lies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those things have given me my inspiration for yeah. my lies and my purpose. And it all goes back. And that's where I'm like, they are connecting in a way because without my whys, I don't have my purpose. And without my purpose, I wouldn't have my whys. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of one of them roundabouts. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle moment. Full circle. I just want to touch base a little bit on how important it is to marry the right person. Um, I like that you mentioned that he really drew those things out of you. And the reason why it's so important is because I reflect back on, you know, my experience as finding my purpose. Paris is the sole reason behind me really wanting to discover myself because he's an intellect. He challenges me in so many ways. This man I have never met somebody more charismatic than him, and the surface level answers were not cutting it, and he really helps me to dive into that. Having you say that, I even realized that when doing business with you guys, like, Mm -hmm. surface level is not good enough for Paris. No. You've got to reach seven layers down. Yep. And it's the one of my favorite things about him, because... As I've grown to understand more of myself, I am driven by that deeper meaning, and he helps me find that. For sure. Companionship and somebody that helps you discover who you are. It's like it's like God placed him on earth for me. For sure. Because he knew that I needed that. What are some actions that you feel like you can do? to help you find your purpose or your why and why that's important? Well, I can speak on things that I've done and some things that I do or actionable items, if you will, is the first one is what's ask yourself this question. What's the opportunity cost of not making a decision? That's where I used to get really hung up is where do I go from here? What's my purpose? What the heck? Like, should I just hang out? Look at the opportunity cost of what that looks like. Um, I view it like this. You're never going to have 100% certainty. So if you have at least 51% certainty that you want to move forward, then do it. Right. Um, and then part of that equation, the 49% that's left over is failure. So make decisions, what's the opportunity cost, and be prepared for failure. Because that's really what finding your purpose is, is failing, shedding those small purposes, and then diving into the unknown. And I want to, like, bring failure as, like, I feel like this is, like, a positive failure. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you can take the positives out of the failure, and that's going to be your layering. Like, I feel like the negatives is going to help you purpose it. Yeah. But I feel like taking the positives out of the failure is what's going to help make your life. Feeling the failure and leaning into the unknown is how you're going to persevere and how you're going to get out of it. 
for sure. Lean into the unknown. That is the second item that I would say this has been my biggest challenge is I want to know. I have this personality that's like, let me control it. Let me, I can do it. You know, I can like, just let me take charge and I'll get it done. And it's like, lean into the unknown, take a step back, allow yourself to fill this space. Um, I also get kind of caught up in like, I know I'm meant for something more. Mm-hmm. So it comes back to that making decisions that helps perpetuate that. So putting yourself in situations that allow yourself to expand your perspective. That's what I have done. I haven't known what my purpose is, but I've done the work to say, hey, what can I be doing right now that will help reveal that? And for me, that's been these high highly stressful situations that I haven't been ready for. And it's made my mind just blow up with different perspective. And then I'm open to more because I've learned more. For sure. And in those, like getting fired (laughs) from a top position, it's like, I did that. I put myself there. I wasn't ready for it. But I still did it. Right. And then it feels like failure now that you kind of, it dissipates. But I've really leaned into, now what? Right. And it's been really hard. I remember calling you three weeks ago and I was like, I'm having probably, this is one of those moments that I'm going to look back on and recognize it as one of the hardest weeks in my entire life. Definitely. And after that week was over, I leaned into it and I was like, okay, I don't know what's going to go on. I can't control what's going on right here. So let it be and allow yourself to breathe. I feel like it's just leaning in to those opportunities. Um, I remember sending you a scripture. Oh my gosh. And (laughs) I know like... This is going to be a little faith-based. Yes, and I know that there's so many like emotions that you were having at that time. And so I would love to know if this has changed for you. Mm. Um, and so the scripture said, and I was led by the spirit, not knowing beforehand the things which I should do. Nevertheless, I went forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I'm going to start crying again <laughs> because that is, if that doesn't, if that's not what your twenties is about, I don't know what is. Right. Like, I feel like leaning into that, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, I'm going to go for it. Mm-hmm. And whatever happens, happens. Like, when I sent this to you, like, what, what was your first thoughts on it? Because I feel like this is kind of relating to what we're talking. Like, you're not sure what your purpose is, but mm-hmm. yet you're leaning into all of these things to try and find that purpose. You want to find it so bad mm-hmm. that, like, did this hit at all for you? A hundred percent. That was an emotional experience to receive that from you specifically because, like, my mom sent me something too. 
And it's like a mom's intuition or, you know, whatever. (laughs) And not that it's one of the most important things, but it's like different, right? So when you sent me that, I was like, it was a really revealing situation for me in terms of like, you're not alone and you can lean into the unknown. Like you can there's people there to help you and guide you for sure um you don't have to do it alone and it can be your best friend it can be your husband it can be your mom but like that just like opened up my perspective for sure is there anything that like you would do differently like how you stated that you're not sure what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. Is there things that you would have done differently in the past to maybe have been like, oh, maybe that was my purpose? Or like, oh, maybe if I would have went this route, that that could have led me to my purpose. Is there anything that you would have done differently? No, not. Not a single thing. Because like your, I mean, I had a very different childhood experience. Um, I had a really good childhood. Um, my parents were there. They were active. Um, but I self-isolated. Like, I, again, went behind that front of Lexi has to achieve everything great to receive love. And so if I don't achieve, achieve, achieve then I can't be lovable. And that's like why I really struggle with purpose because I look at at achievements as the all-encompassing. And that's something that I really dove into in therapy is like, you are not your successes and you can have purpose. And it doesn't have to be related to money or a job title or a businesswoman like it doesn't have to you don't have to achieve anything to still be loved and to still have a purpose I love that. so and I don't think I really made that clear in the beginning but it's like as a child you know I was the captain of the lacrosse team very independent very like I was on the cheer team I did triathlons I ran races like I was doing all of the extracurricular activities but I never ever 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 peeled back the layers on that it was just achieve achieve success go 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 uh college teaching English um job number one job number two next job position like jumping money tier money go, 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 Porsche, house, house, Porsche, you know, all of that. And it, until I really dove into that, that's what it was for me. It was very like, here's a front I have to put on and I really have to like achieve or I'm not valuable. Do you feel like that front is starting to come down? A hundred percent. And it's been a battle for sure, because your body wants to stick to the known. Um, but I've really seen this come true in my relationships, um, especially with my husband. He 
like I said before, he's really helped and pushed me because he knew who I was. Like, he's like, nobody gets to see this side of you, Lexi. And it's so mind blowing to me because I know that you're incredible and you like you're getting in your own way. So I look at him as so important to me. He's just like my best friend because he really helped me to like be able to communicate better and to really understand that I can have more meaning and more purpose um, than achievements. I love that. And I, I want to touch on something that you said that I think the majority of us struggle with is communication. Mm-hmm. And like I say, like, even for this conversation, like I was communicating with myself, with my husband, Mm -hmm. like trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to say. And I feel like that's something that no matter what we've gone through, that communicating is so hard for me. Mm -hmm. So hard for me. And I feel like it's one of those layers that you just got to keep peeling back and peeling back, like just to communicate with one another. And Like, Mm -hmm. I, that is probably one of my biggest downfalls. Like, me and Cody will get into a small argument, and I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. Like, I don't communicate because, like, that scares me for some reason. Mm -hmm. And so I think, like, that's super important to try to do as you're figuring out your purpose or your why. that's how I was able to. Like, I physically had to go to therapy and listen, I know the stigma on therapy. Again, my therapist is Brazilian. He's like this rocker dude that wears all black (laughs) and has a long freaking beard. He just changed the way that I looked at therapy. Um, He understood my personality and shoots it to me straight all the time. And that's what I need. I don't need... um, I don't really need that compassion and that love that can come from therapy. I need directness because that's how I can communicate and that's how I've received communication in the past so that's another thing that's really come from therapy is being able to walk through what I'm thinking and actually be able to say it and I know that is such a a crazy good skill that I don't think that people understand especially when you're in your 20s and you're learning and growing is yeah, therapy can be about learning how to be a better communicator just in general, whether it's in business scenarios, friend scenarios, within your relationship, all of that. Anyway, I highly recommend therapy <laughs> with no matter what <laughs> stage you're in. Even if you, want, if you want to become a better business person, go to a therapist and start to understand how you communicate and how you can read the room and interpret the room to then speak like it's I didn't even know that that was in the realm of possibility with therapy isn't that crazy that is crazy I didn't know that till I started going and I was like all right I got issues let's figure it out (laughs) let's go (laughs) well is there anything else that you feel like with your purpose or with your why that you want to share or you want to learn from mm-hmm. I want to learn from everything I think learning is important um 
again, just putting yourself in those situations to receive perception and like listening to a podcast, um, listening to your friend, all of that. I think it's just really, really, really important. Um, I still feel like there's so much more. I just don't know. I feel like I shared my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're never smart enough to not continue education. Whether that's, like, schooling education or whether that's just, like, educating yourself, like, 100%. I think that has helped me with my whys Mm -hmm. and realizing what I want and where I want my future to go. What, What things have you done to help keep your why intact and keep your purpose intact? I think just taking steps forward, whether they're small or whether they're big, and knowing that at the end of the day, I want to make a difference, and I'm going to make a difference, and whether that's small or big, it's just the fact that it's just getting there. I think that's my biggest thing is, like I said earlier, I'm a perfectionist, and when I stick my mind to something, like, I do everything that I can to make sure that that's achieved. Does your perfectionism get in the way with... What are the challenges that come with perfectionism? Because (laughs) perfectionism, to me, is why I'm in this situation as well. And so I want to know from your standpoint, what challenges come up? as you navigate perfectionism and is it something that you want to like work on or do you like that side about you I think I go both ways for it like I love that I'm a perfectionist because I feel like if I wasn't I wouldn't be here like I feel like I I want to strive for that excellence and that's where my perfectionism kicks in is like it's you need to do this and you need to do this and you need to do this. And it's like, I, I try to lay it step by step. And I know that sometimes I might not always follow that, but I feel like just continuing forward and knowing that like, Hey, it's not perfect, but it's perfect in its own little way Mm -hmm. has also been a huge thing that like I've learned to work on is not everything can be perfect. And I feel like I still am realizing that. Like, I feel like, I don't know if that will ever fully flip and change for me. And people, I've been told this a million times, like some of those characteristics with that will change when you have a family and like Mm -hmm. have kids because nothing is going to be perfect. And do you anticipate that to be difficult to navigate? Because perfectionism to me is kind of being able to control the situation. For sure. I feel like I'm definitely, I do feel like that's where me and you strive for with even in this podcast is like, we want it to be still perfect, but yet we've had challenges even today, just getting to the point that we're here, but yet this will be perfect to us in our own little way. Yeah. And I feel like it's just making that switch in your head. Like it's not going to be perfect. Well, we did 
we decided 51% that we were going to just move forward. And honestly, some of the podcasts that I listen to, I'm like, oh my gosh, I could have done so much better. But we put ourselves in those situations. We are ourselves biggest critics. And that's where like, I'm very critical of what I do and how perfect that I want it, that being able to just slow down I know that I'm taking steps forward. That's almost perfect enough for me is just moving in the right direction and stopping and taking a look at where I'm at and reevaluating my situations and my whys and making sure that I'm going in the direction of my purpose. But I also know that like my why is so changeable Mm -hmm. depending on the situation, depending on my life that like I can't have that be perfect. I can't have that be the perfect definition that I want it to be because it's such a changing thing for me. Jaden May actually spoke on um, being your own self-critic on the episode previously. And although she didn't say it in this way, it was very apparent. It's sometimes you have this checklist of, yep, I got the degree. I got the whatever else it was. I can't remember her scenario exactly. Like I had this checklist. I went, yep, did that, did that, did that. But then you don't put any effort into the thought process. And then it's like failure. Right. And then it's like, so it comes back to the perfectionism. Am I hitting the checklist or am I actually striving for something deeper? And as long as those align, I think you can have both like what with what you said, but you have to find that you, you can be you can you can be per- perfect and you can also okay wait I'm going to backtrack what I just said and we can leave this in the podcast. I don't think that you are ever really perfect, but it's like you can have those um perfectionism traits and tendencies Definitely. while still having that balance. Definitely. I love that. Um Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about with purpose and wise I think it's just important to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Evaluate your life. Evaluate the situations that you're in. What does evaluate your life mean, though? I feel like it can That's... be a super triggering and even, like, big thing to think about. Like, mm-hmm. evaluate. But I think if you just find the smaller meaning of it as to just, like, take a look at where you're at. Are you happy? Mm-hmm. Are you happy with where you're at? Or not... What are, what do you want? Where do you want to be? Yeah. Like, where honestly do you want to be? Something's got to change. Yeah. Something's got to change or you're going to be stuck. For sure. Evaluate your situations and look at where you're at. And it's not that it's going to be a bad thing. Like it's, it is what it is. And you just have to decide, are you going to take a different path or are you going to continue down that path and make it your own perfect purpose yeah and just I think that's what today has brought out for me is it's like I believe everything so hard that I just want to make that small fraction of a difference and hope that by the end of the road it's a big big thing I appreciate this conversation so much today and 
if I could say one more thing, it's just to don't give up. Keep continuing down whatever path you feel like you need and lean into the moments and scary things and don't let it failure scare you. Love it. Thank you. And until next time, see you later, business besties.